Hello, and welcome to episode three of Unexcused Absences. Welcome back. Hey, Gil, how you doing? Living life, baby. How hey. are you? I'm, I'm great. It's a beautiful Sunday that we're recording right now. It's yes. about 55 degrees here. Gorgeous. In Winston-Salem. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. What are we talking about today? Um, what we're going to talk about today are two very important topics. Yes. Completely unrelated. But important nonetheless. Yes, exactly. So... The first topic that you guys will hear us talk about is how to size someone up. Like, what do you look for? Like, you know, when you do size someone up, no matter the, the setting, what, what are the steps of sizing someone up? Exactly. How tall? Is it physical? Is yeah. it emotional? Well, we'll get into it. We'll this get is into good. It. I like this. And then the next topic that you guys will hear us talk about are unwritten rules in life. We won't tell you in what aspects of life mm-hmm. we want you to find out Yeah, and hear about it later in the podcast. Yes. yes. So thank you for sticking around. Episode three coming at you. Let's do it. All right. So sizing someone up. Yeah, man. Basically it's, you know, what do you, what do you do or what do you look for when, I don't know, someone maybe bumps you in the wrong way or like maybe like, says ugh. a snarky comment. Oh, I hate and, snarky comments. Yeah. And it's like, okay, what do you do before you size someone up or when you're sizing someone up? Mm-hmm. What are the, the steps you go through? What do you do? What do you say? Like, I'm very interested because yeah. I think it's something we need to address. I think it's something that everybody does. Everyone. And me specifically, I do it. But to be frank, I never got in a fight in mm-hmm. my life. And I think the sizing up aspect is the reason why I never got in a fight. <laughs> because the vast majority of people are bigger than me and I'm smart enough to know not to get in a fight. Right, 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 right. And I think that also has to do with I do not like fighting whatsoever. I rather talk it out with words. It's too primal for you. It's it's too primal. Yeah. I'm I'm more civilized, you know. It's let me twenty twenty. Let me Come belittle on. you with words. Exactly. Psychological. But it's a really good question because I find myself not only in the altercation sizing up, because there's many different ways to size someone up. Mm-hmm. So um, just picking your brain, are you asking how do I size someone up before I want to fight them or if I do? or I wouldn't even say like the end goal is like, oh, I'm going to fight this guy. It's more mm-hmm. like picking picking this person apart because they said something and it's yeah. there's no end game in mind it's just like oh this this asshole bumped me again bumped me said something spilt my gin and tonic on me in the yeah. bar like or like is hitting on your girl or something Ooh. like that you know what i mean Ooh. that would get someone to size someone up and i think it's di- a different kind of sizing up when you know someone i feel like yeah i do size up my friends all the time because it's just fun to just Talk smack and stuff. Yeah, 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 of course. Uh, but if it's a stranger, first you look at physical appearances. Mm-hmm. It's like, if the, if the guy's a sense of style, I'm like, oh, crap, I can't size this guy up right now. Okay. He's looking good. Interesting. Like, come on, like, what yeah. am I doing here? But first you pick a ball apart the, the physicality. Okay. So if they're tall, I'm like, okay, shoot. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> like, I'm out of luck, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, All right, score goes to this yeah. guy at one point. Exactly. So maybe it's a point-based skill that I don't recognize, Ooh. but maybe you give them points when you yeah, size someone subconsciously up. just counting points for you and the, yeah. the other guy. But if it's one bump, I'm like, okay, whatever. You size them up a little bit, mm-hmm. look up and down. Okay, that's fine. Second bump or a verbal attack mm-hmm. towards you, I'm like, the hell is this guy's problem all right so then are you like okay size him up and then you're gonna say something to him 
yeah, I'm going to climb on top of the bar, punch him, sucker punch nice, him. Nah, nice, nice. I can do that. I'd be like, hey, look, man, like, come, come your jab. What's, what's the vibe? Come, come your jab. Huh? Yeah, like, come nice. your jab, bro. Like, <laughs> come on. The thing is, is like, I'm much more of a, what's the word I'm looking for? Interpolator? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Internal. Yes. Like processes in my mind. I'm in a, in a master's program for analytics. I have to yeah, analyze the situation right, and every course. different outcome. <laughs> um, but I think it's, I have to internalize and I see, okay, this guy's whatever, how tall he is. Okay, what is he, what is he wearing? Mm-hmm. And then you could sort of garner if you can mess with them mentally. And I think it's different for you because you have played sport. Mm-hmm at the D1 level, you played soccer. Right. And I think in sports, you're sizing people up so much more than in general daily life. Right. You know what I'm saying? No, I agree. And I think the more often that I size someone up is in the classroom. And I think it's more mental prowess mm-hmm. in that case. And I intelligence think- Intelligence-based Yeah, based intelligence-based. I'm like, okay, if they talk well and- whatever right, they right, right. seem like they're more intelligent they wear glasses i hate that stereotype but if they wear glasses it's chances are you you're yeah. a lot smarter hey, huh? you got you got the brain yeah kid. exactly um but i think it's a lot more um for me i size people up more in the classroom okay and to be completely honest i also size myself up the most probably yeah. and talking about in the classroom i size myself up because like I'm like sitting there. I'm like, okay, you have a question, but is it a stupid question? Like, how are people going like, to judge me? How are people going to judge? What am I wearing right now? So that you know, am I also able to answer, or like ask this question? And people, when people look at me, the judging, it's like, yeah, it's like, people, like sometimes I drink a lot of caffeine mm-hmm. and like I wig out, and I'm like, this is such a dumb question. You have thousand, this. thousand thoughts running through your heads. Like, I'm like, don't ask this. Yeah. Like, the professor's going to judge you. Yeah, like, the repercussions of this it, dumb it might not question. Be worth it. Yeah. So I think I size myself up the most. Yeah, now. you psych yourself out at that point. Uh, all the time. Yeah. Which is not a, a bad thing, but it's definitely not a good thing. Because I feel like half the time people don't care. Well, I mean, it's just like attention. not even paying attention, but like get that thing clarified. Get whatever is on your yeah. mind clarified and screw everyone else if they <laughs> judge you for it. Like, but I think is, it's absolutely true. What does it mean? Huh? The average? I don't know. But it's something you you should ask, but more often than not, you don't because it's like, oh, shit, maybe I'll just look it up on Google. And every time I go after class to talk to the professor Mm one-on-one, it's all the questions that I didn't want to ask Yeah, (laughs) for the sake of my own ignorance. Reputation. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. exactly. I know. I I completely agree. Yeah. And I think it's different between being sober and being drunk. Absolutely. I think being drunk, all your inhibition's gone Mm -hmm. and you don't give a crap. Yeah. What's going to happen? Present you, drunk you, does not care at all <laughs> tomorrow about tomorrow <laughs> you. No, I'm in the Whatsoever. moment. Exactly. I'm in the moment, yeah. So I think when I'm drunk, it's much more verbal altercation. Right. And it's much more about the physical appearance where when you're sober, you can sort of pick someone's brain apart. Mm-hmm. And you can see how they react to you if you're saying like, so-and-so, this, whatever, blah, 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 yeah, blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know no, what I mean? I, I get that. But I, I'm bad at sports. So I want to ask you, like, how would you size someone up if it's in a, a sporting? Um, I mean, event? I think in like an athletic competition, it's yeah. a it's a lot different mm-hmm. where it just goes with the sport. And I think with any sport, soccer, football, basketball, baseball, I think it just goes with any sport where there's bocce just, ball. Bocce ball. Mm-hmm. There's just like 
go-to things you can say about a person. And I'm sure it's, it's very different across sports, but like, at least for soccer, it's like, I don't know, like just how the, how the guy's performing during that game. Like, Oh, I'll get on his ass to get into his head and, and I don't know, like, Oh shit pass. Or like, Oh, that was terrible. I think it's like evidence-based then. It is very evidence-based. Yeah. And I think it's also, I mean, it's, it's somewhat like, Oh, what cleats are you wearing? Or like, how are you, presenting yourself on the field like you're wearing a the little Nike bit. vapor flag whatever it might i got be. the second generation of whatever shit. it might be i think it's just that's not something i comment on but it, mm-hmm. it like it kind of fuels fuels me and yeah, like yeah oh this guy's wearing this or like he looks like mm-hmm. a like an average player or whatever i mean i'd be more creative talking moment, about but. fueling you yeah. i think a huge aspect of sizing someone up is also hyping yourself up yeah for whatever scenario it yeah, is. yeah 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 putting fuel in that gas tank yeah. In a way. I mean, again, it's a lot of, okay, what did I already do in the game? That's like mm-hmm. hyping myself up. Like, yeah. Oh, I got this guy. Like he's, a, he's in the back. Like yeah. I have real estate in his brain done. It's over. I mean, it's all about like, Oh, either I like, I want a 50, 50 ball or like I, I beat him on a one-on-one. Oh, the, case, 50, 50, huh? yeah, the old 50, 50. I know exactly what you're talking about. Um, <laughs> no, but I think that's about it. Um, but going away from sports, yeah, man. it's, how I size someone up because mm-hmm. you know, it does happen a lot, life, yeah. but I also have never gotten into a fight. Hey. I, I told you the only time that I've ever like got into a physical altercation is when I sucker punched <laughs> this guy in third, in fourth grade in elementary school. And I felt like a beast. I don't, I don't really remember the situation besides the fact that you heard he, like the Rocky theme song behind. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, Oh my God. I, so he was like whispering to his, like one of our friends and I thought it was about me. So I like absolutely gut checked the kid. Yeah, your first reaction, of course, you're, you have to sucker punch. Yeah, of course. I mean, he was, yeah, it was sucker punch thousand percent. Gut checked him, thought I was a beast, went home, immediately cried to my mom, <laughs> felt so bad. Um, my mom drove me back. I apologized. And that's my experience with physical altercations. Yeah. So with that being said, when I do size someone up, like at a bar, let's say he bumped me or he's hitting on my girl or mm-hmm. like, he's just being a dick to me. Uh, again, like you said, look him up and down, look at what he's wearing shoes, shoes, like the whole outfit. I don't know. It's just shoes. It's shoes. Yeah. I like, Oh, dirty shoes on this guy shoes, is either yeah. like, Oh, he's not put together or he's scrappy. So it's either oh, or, yeah. but it depends on you don't want this how I'm feeling now. Um, now, I think sizing someone up physical obviously is effective. You can call them out, but it's not long standing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think it's much more important to size someone up mentally. Oh, I would, yeah. I, like I said, I would belittle the kid. Oh, yeah. Like I would like, comment, oh, his hairstyle and like get into his head that way. I mean, mm-hmm. it's still maybe physically based, but I would use words to absolutely destroy him. Yeah. And it, it, you got to be quick witted with it. Mm-hmm. And you got to be a little bit creative. Like, oh, you look like the Keebler elf or like something like that. Like just to say, like you just got to be quick witted. Analogies are awesome in this situation. Yeah. Like, oh, you fall. oh, I think analogies are yeah. super, super important. Mm-hmm. So who wants to be called the Keebler elf? Yeah. Exactly. Granted he's good for one thing. Cookies. Yeah. All great, right. great cookies. Bake me some cookies and get out of my face. Yeah. Keebler oh, elf. Keebler elf. Something like that. Can I use that? Yeah, of course. Future? Well, you get, the guy has to look like a Keebler elf. Or even if he doesn't, you can say Keebler Elf and then... Wow. Like, and then crap. you're in his head. Yeah. Bam. Done. Now, I size up girls sometimes, too. You want to hit a girl? No, I don't want to <laughs> hit... Not, I don't want to hit guys, yeah, yeah, but yeah. sometimes it's like, oh, crap. Yeah. I, can, I, can I take her? I don't know. 
I don't think so. Honestly, I I think girls are a lot better at sizing. Oh, they're other girls so much up. better. And I think it it happens even more than guys size other guys up. Yeah. And it's and they're so much better at picking apart like an outfit or just like personality based things. And I think they're and I think that's because so much better at that. They're so much better at it because they're and so much more centered with their emotions in a way. Yeah. Like I can I can feel like a lot of the girls that I've met are so much more mature. No, that's yes. Yeah. And like a lot of my friends and me included. Yeah. And I think that's why they can sort of they know more about themselves and they're centered in that sense mm-hmm. that they could just destroy someone else. They they are so much more self aware. Yeah. And they just know the pressure points. Like, oh, to get a girl's like a girl's blood boiling, they mm. know exactly what to say with saying like, it's like so little. A judo judo master. Exactly. But sizing up judo master. <sighs> like the Miyagi. It's a skill. Oh, I yeah. wish I had that skill. Yeah, it's a skill. I'm terrible at trash talking. Mm-hmm. Terrible. I just say a curse word, whatever, throw it out. Mm-hmm. No effect. No. It's like throwing a rock at a rock wall. Mm. That's a crappy analogy. But I like it. It's not going to do anything. Gets a point across. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, like, no, I know what you mean. It does nothing whatsoever. Yeah. I honestly think the best person who sizes people up or like the best sizer upper is... I think we, we're thinking of the same person. Yeah, it's Sherlock Holmes. Now, if you've ever seen the yeah, either yeah. movie with Robert Downey Jr., yeah. he is just so clinical and calculated in what he's going to do. So obviously it's all physical, but he's... He's running through the steps. I am going to hit this guy run his run his love like handle. Cracked ribs. Yeah, cracked ribs. Crack ribs. <laughs> I'm going to uh, clap his ears. Or clap his slap his ears so he's disoriented. And, and then to finish him off, I'm going to break his ACL, kick him in the goddamn balls. He's out for three months. And I think he's so he's, he's so clinical. He's so scientific. Clinical. He doesn't even use like like um, civilized terms. Like just like. No, no, it's the scientific terms. It's it's a robotic response to him. It's like beep boop bop, knee, ears. Well, that's he's out. He's seen. He's picturing the fight as it's happening. Exactly. Imagine if he had that skill. He's like, okay, left check. He's going under. (laughs) Yeah, this is his response. Block it with the left arm. Swing haymaker haymaker to the chin. It's so like he's dazed for two seconds. That's one person. Like I'm. I might now train. Just so that, like, it, it's more about learning the person's weakness in a split second. Like, I look at his figure. I look at his body. And it's, oh, he's a little chubbier. Oh, he's leaning on his left leg. I know, I know his weak Favorite spots. Yeah, bam, boom, bop, done. He's out. Poke, poke the eye. Yeah. Jab him. Two months out, clean. Make a little stinky. Just, just fart on him. Disoriented. Bam, done. He's knocked out cold. I think that's Robert Downey Jr., hands down. Best size Sherlock upper. Holmes. Sherlock. Hand in hand. Best sizer upper. And Conversation. Fighter, honestly, yeah. a great fighter. Great fighter. But and a great mind. Over. He's over. He's That's done. Yeah. yeah. That's just my take. Hot take. Cool, cool. Yeah. Yeah, no, I think this is a, a topic that we could go on for hours talking about. It's yeah. so intricate. And there's so many different levels to it. Yeah, and there's, yeah. But uh, I think it's a perfect segue into our next topic, which is going to be washing our dirty laundry, our next segment. And Short segment in between. In breaks. between our two yeah. topics. And, you know, let's do it. Let's yeah. get to it. Washing dirty laundry. Washing dirty laundry. Wash that dirty laundry. Wash that dirty laundry. This is washing your dirty laundry. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I don't know why you keep washing machine. A washing machine. That's a washing machine. Yeah. All right, so let me hit you with this. Yeah, man. What? How do you know when you made it as a best friend, or like you you made it to the next level of friendship with this friend you cross and with the family? Threshold. You cross into this okay. new domain and with the family, the parents. It has to be you know inclusive with the family with and the friend. Okay. So the first thing with the friend, I think it's. You can talk about anything and you're not, you don't feel like, oh, should I talk about this? You know what I mean? Like you're not second guessing. You're not second guessing mm-hmm. what you talk. You just talk whatever's on your mind. Right. And that friend of yours is like, ah, yeah, yeah, right. whatever. But I think it's different with the parents. I think you can be best friends with someone, but you're not really accepted into the, the family, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. And I think the main thing that you should look for is you're allowed to go into the fridge without asking. Absolutely. Like, absolutely. I think going in, you want some water. They have a Brita filter, whatever. You go in, pour yourself a cup of water. It is. Maybe grab it is, an apple. It is rude for you at this point to not feel comfortable enough to go into exactly. the fridge. Because I love that. Everybody is like, oh, yeah. I have to ask to go in the fridge. Can I, can I use your fridge? Yeah. What not? And I think that shows that you're good friends with someone. In a absolutely. Family. And if you have not yeah. done that yet, guys, you should try it sometime. Or you know that you're not really accepted yet. Yeah. If so. they say, oh there's a little hesitation mm-hmm. yeah it's like w- still weird to ask it's like oh i want a gogurt i'm just gonna go yeah let me it. grab it for you yeah. you're not going in my fridge yet no but that's, that's how good. you know i wholeheartedly agree i that's think dirty bad. laundry washed nice it's clean Hang it up to dry <laughs> that's what we good all right yeah so that was washing your dirty laundry mm-hmm. and nailed it on the head and we'll see you for our next segment yep toodaloo Hello, hello, and welcome back to topic two. What are we, uh, what are we talking about now? So what do you got on the plate? I was thinking, I mean, obviously I was thinking this is a podcast You're about- You're always thinking, baby. Daydreams, huh? Because um, I was in the classroom, whatever, I was like, are there any unwritten rules in life? And there are. Absolutely. We know that. And then I was thinking about a time that I went to a museum with mm. my parents. And I got told- by the person working there, they find, shine like a flashlight at you and be like, hey, hey, no, mm-hmm. can't do that. Get away from the picture. So sculpture. I was thinking unwritten rules in three places. Mm. I don't know why I thought of these three. First one is museum. Sure. Second one is bathroom. And I think it's different for girls and guys, obviously. Yeah. And then the third one is a dinner party, meaning somebody, a friend invites you over to their house. It's a nice, I would say, button up. Maybe a it's, girl it's, wears a romper. Kind it's of more than party. just a casual dinner party. It's it's more than a casual. I say yeah. it's like a business casual dinner party. Interesting. So you could get away with wearing a blazer, mm-hmm. but no suits. Of course not. You're showing so them up. The first one was a museum. Museum, right? And I actually have an article that I brought up talking about there you go. fifteen rules of going to museum. Mm-hmm. And I think how we should break this down is we go over each topic. And when we beat that topic to death, right. we're just going to the next one. When we one. crack the code of it. We crack the code. We crack exactly. the code of the rule. So I'm going to ask you this. is like, Have you been to a museum before? Yes. I'm yeah. educated. I mean, you lived in New York. Yes. You're educated. I'm educated. When you go to a museum, what, what do you think are some unwritten rules that you have to follow? Um, I don't know if it's unwritten rules or just like being a polite museum goer. Mm-hmm. You don't walk in front of someone else looking at a at a painting or an exhibit. Yeah. You're not going in front of them. If they were there first, 
stand behind them. Get on your tippy toes and look at whatever it is. That's one thing that just always pisses me off. Mm-hmm. People who are aimlessly walking and like gets right in front of you while you're trying to admire yeah. this certain piece of art. Like, no, don't do that, please. I'm, I'm looking at it. Hey, come on. This is the whatever irises. Yeah, get out of here. Um, I think that's one. Uh, I don't know. I always feel like I have to have my hands in my pocket or hands behind my back walking around. Like you, can't, I'm, you can't have your hands out waving. No, that's like just a, weird. You look like Gumby. It, yeah, no. you just stand out like a sword. Or the Keebler like you elf. Have to you have your like, arms close and your hands like. So I was about to say, yeah. Whenever I'm in a museum, my hands are always behind my back. Right. Walking like walking around. royally, like walking I like, around. I feel like exactly judging. <laughs> I think that's like a very philosophical. Oh uh, yes. Posture. Mm-hmm. It's like your hands behind your back, or you have one hand behind your back and one hand scratching your chin. Yes. Like, like you're thinker. deep in thought. You're like, hmm, art. What is thy art? What am I feeling after looking at this? Like, what kind of... Yeah. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> exactly. It's, it's, it, it's speechless. It renders me speechless. Wow. So I think hands, yes, big Hands thing. is big. What else? <sighs> Are you taking photos of the art? No. I don't like that. I don't like taking photos of art. Okay. Um, it's not like it's... It, for me, it's just, oh, let me appreciate it mm-hmm. while I'm here. And also, I'm never going to be going through my phone and looking at this art again. Like, I don't understand the point. Like, what are you going to do? Send it to one of your friends? Uh, Yeah. Like, hey, uh, Jackson Pollock. (laughs) Awesome, right? Delete the picture. I'm done with it. Like, there's nothing. I don't go back through my photos and look at art that I took in a museum. Do you, when you're at a museum, do you read the the long-ass blurbs about the the painters? I, yes and no. I mean, there's some that, like, I I read the the title or, you know, whatever Mm -hmm. the painting is named or sculpture, whatever it's named, I read that and then maybe some background. But if it's more than a paragraph long, I'm not reading it out of spite of... It's not worth your time. Yeah, out of spite of them making it over a paragraph. I'm not going to waste time reading this. Now, I don't know about you, but whenever I'm in a museum, I have to use big words. Well, yeah, you got to act the part. Any word under two syllables, I'm not using. I agree with that. (laughs) You can't. It's a museum. I feel like you're being judged for how eloquent you are. Yeah. Going in your walk around, hands behind your back, mm-hmm. shoulders up, posture, mm-hmm. unbelievable. Unbelievable. You're using words like... Philosophical. Su- philosophical. I was about to say supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. It is metaphysical. Yeah, whatever that means. I don't know. It's metaphysical. Sure. It's something philosophy-based. It's something more than two syllables. It has to be. <laughs> if it's under two, you're getting kicked out. The, yes. The, the person with the flashlight is like, hey. You get Ben still at night at the museum to just exactly. knock you out and drag you out. And the monkey's just like... <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but I always feel like in a museum, you have to be on your best behavior, for sure. Yeah. And I want to dwell, if you don't mind, mm. into this. It's With an article rules. by Travel Plus. No, Travel and Leisure. On the top, it says Travel Plus mm. Leisure. There you go. And it's titled, 15 Museum Etiquette Errors and How to Avoid Making Them. <laughs> First one is be quiet. All right, I, I mean, obviously. That's not even unwritten. That's who's who's going to go in a museum and just yell? Yeah. Unless it's like one of those weird art pieces. Like, what are they called? I don't know. You know what I'm talking about? I, I mean, that's not even, that's not an unwritten rule. That's just Two, a, check your bags. I, what? 
Sure. Okay. Three, this one goes to you. Do not crowd the artwork. Do not crowd the artwork. Yeah, I like that. I, I love that. Like, yeah, if there's a crowd, I understand there's like centerpieces to each collection or whatever, but come back to it if there's a lot of people there. Like, don't yeah. nudge me to Take get a better around. view. Like, you'll come back. Number four, do not block the art. Mm. Yeah. Like you said, if somebody's standing there. But what happens if, let's say, Grandma Sally. I, mean, I think there, is, there are passes to <laughs> They're older. They're like sitting there. They're sitting there for a while. Five minutes. Mm. Like, you can't look at a freaking piece of art for five minutes. What do you... I mean, maybe they're asleep. But, uh, <laughs> no, I think older people get a pass because you respect your elders and... Don't be, you, you can't be rude to them. Yeah, because you go back in time in a museum. You have to come to an age where we actually do respect our elders. Yeah, exactly. And this is one setting where it's like probably the most prevalent. Like, yeah. hey, sorry, ma'am. You know, I was in your way. Here you go. You got it. Yeah. After She's carrying the umbrella with the bag. And yeah. The <laughs> um, your Instagram doesn't actually need to be instant. That's poetic. Instagram doesn't actually, oh. Like, you don't need to take a picture and post it on your Instagram. I yeah, I mean, I, I've seen people who, like, go to museums. Oh, they, like, post everything to the story. But what's the what's the uh, the point to that? Like, oh, you're trying to show that you're educated and go to a museum? Yeah. I don't, like, I, I just don't understand that aspect. Is it, like, is it more so that people know you're there? Or is it, oh, you really appreciate this I art? I think it's like, look, I'm cultured. Yeah, oh, well, I'm cultured. I know what good art is. It oh, could be a freaking picture with just purple on it this like, moves me he's like man i'm a man of culture like look at this <laughs> holy crap this this guy is so yeah. he knows art In, this is art that is art dude and then i mean there's some that are like really really obvious keep up with the pace is one of them that's interesting that is interesting that's something I, you never really i don't think about generally think of there definitely is a flow now that i'm thinking about yeah. the museum i mean there's you're not going to be speed walking and you're not going to be holding up like a corridor by walking no. very slowly but again going back to the elder thing like yes they're they're allowed they're they're allowed to do anything in there besides paint on the painting yeah you know what i mean yeah that's true yeah this one i actually really like do you not feel like every work has to make you feel something <laughs> I feel like that's <laughs> that, that's the case for me more often than not. Like awesome I painting. I don't. All Great. right, next one. It's cool. Great. Good job. Have you I ever had a, a painting or anything make you feel something? No, like absolutely different. No, I like I look at Jackson Pollock's like. All right, would would you throw up paint? Like what? Do you know actually? It's cool. It's very cool. But I don't know if this is true or not. Me. But I heard a story of this guy. This critic came into Jackson Pollock's mm -hmm. apartment. And it's like, this isn't art. You're just splattering paint on the, yeah. the canvas. And then Jackson Pollock said something to the lines of like, oh, then you can leave. And he splattered red paint and it hit smack dab in the middle of the doorknob. Really? Yeah. I don't so know there's precision or, or I don't know where I read that or heard it. That's pretty like, cool. I think there are some, there is some precision to it. Yeah. And like people like Jackson Pollock's paintings for a reason. Yeah. I th it's just my perspective and my opinion where I don't really get uh, I don't get emotion okay, out this of one's, it. This one's funny, actually. Yeah. 13 or 15. Do not touch anything. Jesus. <laughs> Thanks, traveling. I wonder who this for is. Breaking the, breaking the norm of museum Whatever, goers. Yeah. yeah. And then 15 of 15. Do not eat, drink, or vape. Oh, if you vape, that, 
but Get why why are we putting vape in the same thing as eat or drink have we gotten to a oh a time right. now yeah, that yeah, like yeah. vape is everybody's doing it well i think it's just people assume oh it's it's just like i don't know what the word is for it but it's like a cloud it diffuses into the air it's not going to affect anything but it's just so rude and oh, unnecessary it's terrible. it's terrible it's unnecessary to do it in a museum I mean, people who vape all power to you whatever you want to do yeah just don't do it in a museum don't do it yet it's easy as that yeah absolutely like but i like keep I, your jewel pods yeah. away from the pollock absolutely okay. but i i think it's fine to have water in a museum yeah, like, but what happens if you like are drinking water somebody tells a joke <laughs> I, I don't know how many times i've actually been forced not forced but like i've gone to the limit of oh my god i'm about to spit up this water because it's so funny I've done that sometimes. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, situational. Anyway, those are some unwritten rules yeah. of a museum. museum. Yeah. Educational. I mean, that's great. Take Always, it into account. Whenever you want to look philosophical or more intelligent than you actually are, mm-hmm. put your hands behind your back. Yes. Walk with a slight lean. Mm, like you're always intrigued. Always wear some glasses. It. Maybe wear like one of those, uh, what is it called? Fedora? Mm. Fedora would be nice. If people can rock a fedora, all power to you. Yeah. I can't. Absolutely. I wish I could. I can't. I think they're the pinnacle of class. <laughs> the pinnacle of class. Or if you don't pull it off, you look like a douche. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> it's a, you know, either or. It's a, no, a no trade-off. I mean, there's, there's a lot of, what's the word I'm looking for? Promise? High, no, what's a, a ceiling, I guess. It's a high ceiling. High ceiling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's also a low, low floor. Sure. But <laughs> anyway, museums aside, mm-hmm. let's go to bathroom unwritten oh. rules in bathroom and yeah. let's talk about men's bathrooms men's bathrooms because there is one unwritten rule we're not too that, familiar with women's no <laughs> i mean have you ever been in a woman's bathroom uh maybe once but unbelievable i mean it's all stalls so much privacy unbelievable it's gorgeous i wish i had that much privacy yeah right everyone has a stall it's just like all right we don't know if you're pooping or peeing in there it's whatever it's whatever i mean it's a human for your imagination all right, but let's go to let's go to men's men's yeah. bathrooms. Yeah. Um, and I think all guys know this. It's you never if there's multiple urinals open, you're never going right next to someone. It's you have to have one urinal between each other, and you I think that that's buffer. just proper etiquette. Yeah. It's a buffer. Yeah. Um, it might be a little different if you know the guy, but it's you, especially if there are no dividers between the urinals, you have to separate it. Oh. You have to separate yourself. Oh, my God. Or else you're creeping on them. And then it's also like when you're done, don't shake it for 10 seconds. <laughs> like, like, come on, two, two shakes. It's like that saying, two shakes. But like, honestly. It's like a little ching ching. It's like, what the hell is this guy? I don't want to look because it maybe looks like I'm peeking. Yeah. But like, I see you out of the corner of my eye, like just shaking. All right, drip, drip, drip. Get it out. And then go. There it's go. kind of uncomfortable for me, honestly. I hear you. Yeah. Now, let me ask you this because I was thinking of this the other day. And I went into the bathroom, and I had to use a stall. Mm. Yes. And, I mean, you go in the hall, and there's four stalls. Mm-hmm. And there's one person all the way in the corner. I was thinking, can I go in the stall next to him? Is that rude, or should I skip a stall and uh, go into the other one? I would skip. You would? Yep, that's me. The more space, the better. I think it depends. Like, more private, I guess. Not that's really, true. though. I think it depends on the velocity of what's about to come. Oh, my God velocity yeah <laughs> or volume maybe volume or velocity i mean <laughs> oh. they go hand in hand oh um, anyway 
Yeah, agreed. And it like depends if you're able to gauge before going in how yeah. loud it's mm -hmm. going to be. Then yeah, definitely separate yourself by a stall. Also, let me ask you a, a really personal question. Sure. Do you wash your hands after you pee? Yes. All the time, every time. Yeah. Let's say it, middle of the night, you go up, take a piss. Oh, if it's if I'm taking a piss at my yeah. my place, I wouldn't say no. Not every time. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, but okay. if I'm like at at work or at school, I go to the bathroom there. Always wash my hands. Always Maybe wash not hands. always use soap, but always wash my hands. Also, going into school, mm -hmm. you have to use the restroom. What do you think is the minimum amount of time someone leaves to know, okay, this kid's pooping right now? Minimum amount of time is yeah. longer than five minutes. Five minutes? Maybe 10. But, like, honestly, it's, it's like either He's or. peeing for five minutes. No, but it might also be, like... Oh, it takes a little bit to get there, and oh, uh, they were talking to someone. Yeah, on their way or like after coming back. So I think five, five to ten minutes is is a good time frame, and in, in order to determine whether or not it's a one or two. Okay. Yeah, that's just me. That's on me. No, that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. And I mean, this is the part where I wish we did have a a girl co-host. Mm. Uh, it'd and be very interesting. We to see will be having. Um, girls guests on in the next couple of episodes yeah. actually but we asked around and they didn't really seem to have any unwritten rules they're more se. civilized than they're guys. more they're <laughs> exactly they're more <laughs> centered than guys yeah. i think we can all agree that they are far more civilized yes than us but yeah i think leading from the bathroom now short but sweet we're gonna go into dinner party because i think the first unwritten rule of a dinner party no matter if you're friends with them or not, you poop before. You never poop at a dinner party. Never. Because, one, that is the most obvious case of oh. this guy just went to poop or this mm -hmm. girl just went to poop. Like, where's, and, where's Gil? Yeah, I haven't exactly. seen him in five minutes. It's always going to be me. Yeah. But I think it's easier to tell when someone's away for a while and you have the the risk of stinking up the place and anyone who uses it after you make awkward eye contact oh when God. they come back. Oh it is God. the most like awkward, embarrassing moment. And it was like, <laughs> oh, yeah, you were smelling me, baby. That's like, it. Like shit. you go out, there's a line of three people. <laughs> like, is there, <laughs> like, what's is there anything on? worse than that? Oh really? my God. You go, hopefully like, they got the poopery or whatever yeah, it's called. Yeah, hopefully. Hopefully they're civilized You wash household. your hands a little long with a nice sound. Oh, smell. yeah. If they, I mean, some some houses do have the Febreze and all yeah. that good stuff to mask the smell. But Okay, I got another one for it's you. It's a risky, risky bet to make. They have some nice appetizers out. Oof. Do you eat every one? Do you, I, think, they, do you think they're insulted if you don't eat any? Like, what do you do? Um... Barring any allergies, you, Barring have, any to, allergies, you right? have to try each appetizer. Really? Or like if it's at the table mm -hmm. and you're visiting, like this, you're going to someone else's house. Yeah. I think you have to try each, each course, each like menu item that they present. But what I think is more rude is if you eat a part of it and you end up not liking it and you throw it away. Well, that's, that's on you at that point. You gotta, you gotta 
scoop or you got to pick out the right amount where like, oh, if I like it, I can go back. Like I, I can go back and yeah. get seconds, but you don't want too large of a, of a sample so that after your first bite, it's the most grotesque thing you've ever eaten. You have to finish it. Like what happens if you eat into something disgusting? You make a face and the hosts are like, oh, do you not like it? Uh, I mean, it depends on how friendly you are with the host. Say it's not for me. Yeah, yeah, it's not really for me. That's, that's the most polite thing you can say. Okay. But hopefully you're smart enough to get the, the right sample size. And then going off of food, there's mm. always something that's important is drinks. Mm. I mean, whenever I go over to a dinner party, whatnot, I always try to bring a bottle of wine. Ooh, fancy pants. As like a nice, I feel like everybody does, yeah. really. Not everybody, but you should bring over a bottle of wine if somebody's inviting you over, they're paying for your mm-hmm. food, whatever. Yeah. Bring a bottle of wine. So what do you bring? Or if you bring anything at all, do you think you have to, or do you think you're looked upon? Imagine if you walk in to a dinner party. Yeah. Nothing. You just bring yourself. I mean, you are a funny guy, so I guess Thank you Thank you. I bring, you I bring my personality. And everybody else brought something. Well, again, I hope that I would talk to the person hosting. It's like, I would ask him, hey, you need me to bring anything. Yeah. If they say no, then I am... I'm in the clear in order to not yeah, have to Yeah, but something. like a no doesn't mean no. A no means like you could. Right. You don't need to make anything. You don't have to, but if you don't, I'm going to judge you. Yeah. I th- and I think you're right with the wine, but honestly, it's just, that's just making myself look good is mm-hmm. if I bring wine after they told me not to bring anything. And if they are upset that I didn't, you know, they told me not to bring anything and I didn't bring anything, that's on them. Like, I'll call you out. Like, no, you told me not to. Yeah, but then everybody else is like, why the hell did you not bring anything? You like, told me not to bring something, or she told me not to bring something. Yeah, and the guests are like, I don't know, like you normally have to bring something, you know? Yeah, but then I'll hit them with a joke. I'll bring in my personality oh, at that point. I'll that's win them over. That's what I bring in. Yeah, the that's personality. what I bring in. Nothing else. In all aspects nothing. of life, that's what I bring in yeah. right there. <laughs> it's better than a bottle of wine. That Absolutely. Because you can share it even after the dinner. I, don't I was thinking no. it would be funny if... Somebody brings you a bottle of wine. It's a friend of yours, whatever. Yeah. I think I've seen this on a TV show. I forgot which one. But they brought a bottle of wine over, and it's like a nice bottle of wine, whatever, like $50, mm-hmm. $20. They're like, oh, that looks great. I'll cook with this. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> no, that's from The Office. Oh, it is? Yeah, Jan says Oh, that. Jan said that. Yeah, that's like, right. That's right. That is the most demeaning thing. Like, oh, so we wine. Demeaning, oh this right? is going to be great to cook with. Oh, that'd be so bad. And you know you screwed up at that point. Yeah. You put, yeah. You need to put in that effort. Yeah. But I think you can never go wrong with bringing a bottle of wine. I think it's always appreciated. Mm -hmm. And if you're underage, you bring, I was about to say an edible arrangement, but never. I don't think an edible arrangement is ever the right thing to bring anytime at all. And there's no cursing whatsoever. No. You keep conversation light. Mm -hmm. Whatever. You have some small talk. I hate small talk, Mm -hmm. by the way, but. You have to. Yeah. But are there any other unwritten rules that you think we didn't hit? Whether it's museum, bathroom. I don't know. We hit dinner party. pretty much each extreme, I feel like. Yeah. And there's other ones out there. And I think all the listeners right now, please send in unwritten rules or any other comments you have on our, on our topics. And we'll mention it at the next podcast. Yeah. That we'll, we have. We'll give you a shout out. Our email us or Instagram DM us. Our email is unexcusedpod at gmail.com. Mm-hmm unexcusedpod at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. And if and, you want to yeah. Instagram DM us, that's more than fine as well. And our Instagram 
is unexcused absences. Just that, all yep. lowercase. And you'll see Gil and I's beautiful face. Yes, so you'll know it is, it is us, us, basically. And if you don't know how to spell either of those two words, hopefully autocorrect function will do its job and you can get it. Or Google it, because I don't, I don't want to try and spell it and spell it wrong right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually true. Yeah. It is really hard to spell. But yeah. thanks for listening in on episode three. Episode three. And we would love to hear any of the daydreams that you have during the week. So email us or Instagram DM us. Please. We'll be sure to mention at least one of the daydreams that mm-hmm. you guys mentioned. Awesome. Thank you again. Well, great. Let's, it's hey, been fun. It's hey. been fun. Tinky. Me and Gil are shaking hands right now, by the way. <laughs> For all the listeners that can't see what's happening. All right. Can. Yeah. We'll see you next time then. Yeah. Yeah.